You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. All Paws Pet Talk is brought to you by 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. 1-800-PET-MEDS is your best source for pet medications, vitamins, supplements, and pet supplies. Get great savings, fast service, and free shipping. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash paws, P-A-W-S, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com. And now live in the studio, it's the All Paws Pet Talk call-in radio show with a valuable knowledge and expertise of our panel guests ready to take your calls. Listen for the phone number so you may call in live. Take it away, panel. Hello, hello. Welcome to Critter Corner on All Paws Pet Talk uh, my name is Tim Link. I'll be your host for the night, and I'm here with Colleen Gordon. Say hello, Colleen. Hey, Tim. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How about yourself? I am wonderful. Good, good. Ready for an exciting show tonight? I am, absolutely. And I guess we need to say a big welcome to our new listeners in Southern California, especially Los Angeles. Yeah, absolutely. So welcome on board to the All Paws Pet Talk. So welcome aboard. We're glad to have you on and uh, being part of this exciting, growing, expanding uh, network all about the animals. So it's really good stuff. Well, listen, Colleen, we've got a great show tonight. We've got uh, author Janice Garza is going to be on line, as well as author Charlotte Reed talking about their latest books and talking about their life with their wonderful furry, feathered, and fin friends. And we'll also have Pit of the Day founder uh, Karen Watts, as well as we have a new person on our team, uh, dog trainer extraordinaire Susan Sharp. So Susan's going to be on talking a little bit about dog training. Wonderful. Yeah. Now, you want to make sure that you listen closely to the sections tonight with our guest, especially when Janice is on, when Janice Garza is on. Janice is going to be talking about her new cat's book, Dear Sparkle, Cat-to-Cat Advice from the World's Foremost Feline Columnist. And Sparkle the Cat has agreed to potograph a special edition of the book. So uh, during the uh, interview, we're going to be given special clues. And at the end of the broadcast, we're going to actually do our super prize giveaway. We'll give you the clue. You email in to paultalk at live.com, and you have a chance to win that free copy of Sparkle's book. So good stuff. Oh, and am I eligible this time? No, no, we don't get get to have any fun. We do all the work and we never get any of the goodies, but that's okay. There's all of our listeners can take advantage of this because we're always going to do our super prize giveaway. It's going to be full of just fun items and uh, great guests bringing on those fun items. So we're excited about that. Uh, Susan, are you on with us tonight? Yes, I am. Welcome, Susan. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, we're excited to have you on board, have you on the team, uh, dog trainer extraordinaire. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Susan's background. Um, Susan is a pet expert, and she is part of our show, Moving Forward. So it's going to be an exciting little segment that we put together that Susan's going to be covering. Uh, she's here to answer any training-related questions for our listeners. So if you have training-related questions, uh, please email them in at uh, pettalkatlive.com. Now, Susan's background, she is involved as a, uh, had 25 years of experience as a certified dog trainer, a therapy dog instructor, uh, AKC good citizen evaluator, 
expert canine litigation witness, humane society volunteer, co-owner of canine companion dog training, and holds two patents to the anxiety wrap and the face wrap for dogs. So great stuff, great experts. So welcome aboard, Susan. Well, thank you very much. I'm glad to be aboard this team. Yeah. So I understand that you had a question that was emailed in uh, by one of our listeners. Yes, uh, Karen emailed a question in, and I'll go ahead and read that question if you'd like. Sure. So the audience can know what we're talking about. She writes, I would like to know what to do about my dog's excessive barking. The dog barks at anyone that comes in the area of my home or even while we're in our car. If a, do- if a person walks in the vicinity of our car or a driver of the car looks at our dog, he barks like a mad dog. Any motorcyclists, bicyclists, all going down the street near our home or car gets him going. We are not in any danger. We know he's trying to protect us, but what can we do to make him understand there's no immediate danger? And that's a great question, Karen. Unfortunately, I would have liked a little more information, such as what breed this dog is or how long he's been performing this unwanted barking behavior. The reason I mention this is because, because if he is a herding breed, such as a Border Collie, then he may be trying to chase the motorcycles or the people. He wants to get to them to see if it's something he should actually herd, turn around, group up. And when he's not allowed to do this because of the barrier of a car window or a leash or even the window of your house when he sees people walk by, then that barking actually... St- comes from a level of frustration. He can't go do his job that his genetics have told him to do, so therefore we bark. So let's switch gears and say he's not one of the herding breeds. And as much as it, it looks like he's actually trying to protect you, more often than not, what the dog is really trying to do is protect himself. It goes to the saying that the best defense is a strong offense. Many dogs bark and will go wild or appear to be mad through lunging, spitting all over the place, barking, growling, because, it, because internally there is some level of fear of the unknown stimulus, whether that be people walking by, somebody looking at them, or a motorcycle. You know those things are safe. He does not, and there's a level of fear down deep. So he tries to scare the stimulus out of his, out of his comfort zone. And that could be three feet, it could be three, 30 feet or 100 feet. We don't know what he has deemed as his personal space, his comfort zone. But he does know that once the people go by and they're out of that comfort zone, he can then once again relax and feel safe. And unfortunately, people on motorcycles, mailmen, people walking by your house, these people are going to approach, the dog barks, they keep going, In his mind, he has scared the unknown scary thing away. So the barking is completely self-reinforcing. So what do you do about it? Unfortunately, there's really no quick fix to this problem because these over-the-counter anti-bark collars is really a shock collar in in most cases. Now, they do have the citronella, but the timing's not the best on the citronella. So what this leaves is a dog that sees a scary stimulus, he barks, it sensors, he gets shocked, and whatever he is looking at, at the time of that shock, he knows the punishment stopped him from barking, but it puts in a deeper level of fear in the dog. 
So what can happen in many cases, the unwanted fallout from the punishment of the shock or this collar can create more severe behavior problems than the original barking. It can be anything from submissive urination to fear of people, places, or things, and even it can go to fear-based aggression. So once again, the fallout of these behaviors of uh, anti-shock collar can be worse than the original reason the collar was bought for, which was barking. So how do you handle this? There's no quick fix. It's just going to take a few days to a couple weeks. Every time you hear your dog bark one time, you start feeding him treats if you're in the car. Now, this is called classical conditioning. There is in no way rewarding the dog for the behavior. You feed the treats, you feed the treats, the stimulus goes by, you stop feeding the treats. Timing is important. The stimulus comes up, you start feeding the treats, the stimulus goes away, you stop feeding the treats. That's classical conditioning. It's pairing one thing with something else. He sees what scares him or he sees what he reacts to, even if he's not afraid, and you're going to find out, and he's going to come to learn that something great is going to happen. He's going to get treats. Over time, if you're consistent, what will happen is that dog will see the stimulus, be that a jogger, a mailman, a person walking by the house, somebody looking at him from another car, a motorcycle, a bicyclist, and he's going to turn his head towards you and say, where's my food? And that's exactly what you're looking to get from this dog. There you go. So positive reinforcement, using those treats, making sure that he knows that when he does it the correct way, he gets a nice little treat. That's associating uh, treats with uh, uh, doing the behavior the way you want him to. That's right. It's just classical conditioning. One thing pairs with another. Very good. So food, food motivation. Yeah, I, I think I've been part of that classical training once in my life as well. So it's <laughs> <laughs> a so great advice. Great advice, Susan. Thanks so much. Hopefully it helps Karen out. And uh, for next week, if you have a question for Susan, a dog training question uh, that you want to ask Susan, make sure you email it to pettalkatlive.com. Pettalkatlive.com. Susan will have those questions and make sure she gets your pets all squared away. Well, thank you so much for having me on the show this evening. Oh, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Susan. Uh-huh. All right. What do you think about that, Colleen? Oh, Tim, that was fantastic. Yeah, you know, it was. And, and one thing that it sounds like it would help with, too, is sometimes we can unintentionally reinforce bad behavior by our behavior. So it sounds like that might break the cycle of our unintended behavior as well. Absolutely. So you got to get get rid of that stress, do positive reinforcement, get positive treats. I think it's a great way to go. So we're coming up on that commercial break here, but stay tuned. Right after our commercial break, we'll be talking to Janice Garza and talking to her about her cat, Sparkles. So everybody stay tuned. Hey, boy. How you doing? <coughs> what am I doing? <coughs> I'm creating your own life book. It's a website that's just for you. Remember that picture I took of you pulling off Lisa's bathing suit? <laughs> yeah, I know. Me too. I'm putting that awesome picture on your Lifebook page. We'll see what comments we get. And that great video we took of you standing on the table with your head inside the turkey? That's definitely going on there. No, it's easy. It only took me two minutes to set up your page. I chose a great theme, and I can connect with millions of other pet parents. I can also create a memorial Lifebook. No, not for Grandma. 
But we can make one for Fluffy, remember her? And we can even put links to our favorite pet charity. And friends can make donations. People can create their own life book for their pets by going to PetLifeRadio.LivingYearsPets.com Or they can sign up on the Pet Life Radio homepage. <coughs> Where's Lisa? She's outside by the pool. Hey, come back here! <coughs> create your own life book for your pet. PetLifeRadio.LivingYearsPets.com Welcome to Sassy Seniors, a show about our fabulous older dogs and cats. I'm your host, Kelly Jackson. You know, I wanted to create a show to really showcase our senior pets. And you know, as the human population ages and lives longer, of course, so are our wonderful pets. But many of us with aging pets, it's so interesting. We have a tough time realizing or really admitting that they are seniors. So in a way, I kind of like to think of our senior pets as, as wise puppies. What do you think about that? Be sure to join us for another edition of Sassy Seniors. And remember, celebrate your senior pets. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, welcome back to Critter Corner on All Paws Pet Talk Radio Network. So, Colleen, I think we've got Janice Garza and her wonderful cat Sparkles on the line. Absolutely fantastic. Janice, are you there? Yes, I am, and so Sparkle, as a matter of fact. <laughs> uh, welcome to All Paws Pet Talk. Hi, thanks. So tell us now. Now I want to make sure I get started. Uh, Sparkle is the writer of the cat, or is the writer of the book, correct? Uh huh. Yes. Um. She's the author of. Uh, actually, she's the author of two books. Um, and they're both um cat to cat advice books. Like, yeah, you know, the cat writes in with the problem, and she solves the problem. So, like the Dear Abby of cats. You know, it's uh. like yeah, you know, when humans write in with problems, she always says, "Well, you know, I'm going to answer what the cat wants, not what the human wants." There you go. There you go. Well, let me read Sparkle's bio here because it's really fascinating. Uh, Sparkle is an award-winning author, advice columnist, and longtime blogger and a cat, as we just mentioned. On the Internet, uh, she's been blogging and writing since 2003. Her sharp wit and words of wisdom have enlightened the the visitors to the the website and the human and felines alike. Uh, Sparkle's latest book, Dear Sparkle, Cat-to-Cat Advice from the World's Foremost Feline Columnist, which we have a potograph copy of tonight for our Super Prize giveaway, so everybody listen closely. Uh, Sparkle's is officially, uh, the book's released August 18th, so it's coming right around the corner, but it's already available uh, on Amazon.com, so make sure you check that out. Uh, Sparkle is fortunate to have an assistant, renowned photographer, writer, and editor Janice Garza who is also the co-author of White Line Fever, the autobiography of Lemmy Kilmister. Make sure I get that right. Frontman <laughs> for the heavy metal group Motorhead. So cat writer, cat lover, and an author for Motorhead. What a combo. Yeah, isn't it that <laughs> <laughs> So i got to ask you a question right off the bat. I've got to ask that one. How do you go – everybody likes to be diversified and write about different things, things that they love. But uh, Motorhead and cat advice columnist – I don't think I've ever seen those two go hand in hand. How did that come about? It's easy. I mean, I, I love heavy metal music and hard rock, and I love cats. So, you know, I'm, I'm one of those people where if I like something, I try and figure out how to write about it. So there you go. 
There you go. Now, is that Sparkle's yeah. favorite uh, favorite type of music as well? Sparkle's actually not a really big fan of music. Yeah, she prefers things quiet. The the, the music, the, what's music to her ears is hearing birds outside. So there you go. Hey, hey Janice, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Cats cats have mega attitude. Can you give us an example of of Sparkle's sharp wit? <laughs> just a, just oh man, a, a Let's short see. bio just, from the from one of her books. From one of her books. Okay, um, let me see. I'll just open up. I have a copy of her latest book here. Um, and, uh, for example, uh, a, a cat um, writes in, and this is on page 97 of, um, Dear, of, of the new Dear Sparkle book, and the cat that writes in says that, uh, I'll, paraphrase, I'll paraphrase what the cat's saying, and then I'll read Sparkle's reply um, about um, how her human keeps on, complain- keeps on talking on the phone, and the cat's really mad because she's spending all of her time talking on the phone, and um, not um, and boring the cat, so you know, I'm not paying much, enough attention to the cat, and so how to solve this problem? So here's Sparkle's reply: um, Since your human is clueless about how awful her voice is, and you can't tell, it, oh yeah, it's because she has an awful voice. So it's really an, an see. Sparkle's got is cats have a really really sharp you know e, you know ear for noises, and they hear much better than humans do, and sometimes. Uh, you know, humans can have really annoying voices, and it's really grating on a cat's ears more so than a human's ears. So this is what Sparkle's answering to. So she goes, since your human is clueless about how awful her voice is and you can't tell her she should work on making it more pleasant, your only alternative is to figure out how to make her shut up. You can't do the usual tricks to make her stop um, what she's doing, such as knocking something over or shredding the sofa because she will yell in an even louder voice. My suggestion is to fight fire with fire, as the human cliche goes. When your human's annoying chattering has gone on for too long, crawl under the bed and start howling. Really make it sound like you are in pain, which you probably are from her obnoxious laughter. She'll think something's wrong and get off the phone so she can check up on you. Well, Janice, you've made me wonder about what my cat thinks of me. (laughs) Well, you know, you can pretty much tell by how the cat responds to you as to what she's probably thinking of you. I know Spark... Sparkle does think I have an obnoxious laugh. I can tell you that because um, whenever I start laughing, she leaves the room. Well, that explains the look on my female's face once in a while. (laughs) (laughs) How did Sparkle get interested in writing? Well, uh, she's been blogging since she was six months old. Uh, Basically, when I got her, uh, I knew that I was going to put her online. It was just part of the plan, and... uh, and she took to it, you know, and it's really funny because we have three cats here, and uh, they all have distinctly different personalities, and she's really the only one with a voice that's appropriate for writing. I mean, uh, our tortoise shell is, um, she's got a lot of personality, but she, she tends to, like, if she was, if you were to translate into, like, you know, English what she was saying, it would be a lot of four-letter words. It would probably be sort of spanglays because she came from a, a shelter in, you know, East L.A., that sort of thing. And the other cat, Booty, is probably one of the dumbest cats that we I have ever owned. And, uh, you know, it would be a lot of misspellings, and it would be really hard to read because it wouldn't be very literate, you know, that sort of thing. And Sparkle's an intelligent active cat with a lot of attitude and a lot of personality and um it just like it was really actually really easy for her to have a voice online fascinating fascinating yeah. tim did you have any more questions for janice 
Yeah, Janice, uh, while we're thinking about it, give us Sparkle's uh, uh, web website address for the blog. Oh, yes, I was going to do that. It's um, sparklecat.com, just sparkle, singular, because people make the mistake and say sparkles, plural, but her name's mm-hmm. actually Sparkle, singular, sparklecat, all one word, sparklecat.com. Yeah, and Janice, does, does Sparkle blog about you? Uh, she mentions me, um, but not by name. I'm just referred to as as her human, and um, she actually refers to um, people as humans, um, not as like. I mean, some cat blo- cats that blog online because they're lo- actually it is a big cat blogging community. Refer to their humans as mom and all that, and I'm definitely her assistant. You know, it's I not you know, it's not a maternal relationship. It's definitely employee assistant um, in in this particular household. And well, I think uh, she, my cat might call me her captor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that you know, some cats feel that way. Um, Sparkle blogs. She blogs about. Um, she has an advice column on her website. She blogs about what happens in her life. She blogs about other cats. Um, her latest blog is about a uh, cat that wound up in a, a shelter in Georgia and what happened to it. Was decaught on all four paws and was infested with fleas and wound up in a kill shelter, and she writes about this particular cat and what happened to it. Um, and so, yeah, because she's really into causes and, like, you know, and, and helping other cats also. And she also reviews books. Awesome. Yeah, and, wow. you know, and occasionally she'll run a YouTube video of a cat, or sometimes she has a YouTube video of herself. So it's, it's, a, it's, it's a pretty broad, uh, broad selection of uh, cat-related stuff that goes on at her website. And Janice, what does she think about Phoebe Phoebe's song "Smelly Cat"? <laughs> I haven't heard that. Oh, you'll have to go on and and Google "Smelly Cat" song. Uh, it's I'm Phoebe sure from like Friends. It, I'll tell you. Yeah, the <laughs> character played Phoebe like from Friends. Like. Yeah, "Smelly Cat." I love that song. Oh, it's hysterical. <laughs> yeah, Lisa Kudrow's song. So that that's fantastic. So well, maybe Janice, she can blog about the song. She may have to blog about that because, especially if it's something, they'll give her the opportunity to complain because she kind of, I, I would not tell her this. She's napping right now and she can't hear me, but she actually likes to complain a lot. <laughs> well, Janice, I don't know, but they say they're, the animals are a lot like their owners. I don't know what that means. Somebody just said it at some point. I am not saying anything on this. Oh, I wish I was more like Sparkle. Frankly, I think uh, you know, I think I'd probably be doing doing better in life because she's doing awfully good. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, we should definitely be like our dogs and cats. Life would be much better. Well, Janice, thank you so much for coming on uh, our show tonight. We p- appreciate you being on here. Uh, make sure you pick up a copy of the new book, Sparkle. New book. Dear Sparkle, cat-to-cat advice from the world's foremost feline columnist. And check out uh, the blog at sparklecat.com. So thanks for being with us. Oh, well, thank wow, you Tim, very I much. I can't wait. I can't wait yeah. for the next blog. All Paws Pet Talk is brought to you by Pet Care Rx, America's most affordable pet pharmacy. Pet Care Rx offers the same meds as top vets, but with a savings of up to 50%. So go to PetCareRx.com. Use promo code ALLPAWS10, A-L-L-P-A-W-S and the number 10, and receive $10 off orders of $50 or more and free shipping on all orders over $35 at PetCareRx.com. When you're looking to add a pet into your life, consider adopting a homeless animal from your local shelter or rescue group. 
Whether you want a kitten, puppy, or a more mature pet, a purebred or a one-of-a-kind mixed breed, even a rabbit or hamster, your shelter has the best selection of animals anywhere, all screened for good health and behavior. PetLifeRadio.com presents Take Me Home with your host, Susan Daffron. Join us each week as we showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Take me home every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. PetLifeRadio.com. And Tim, it looks like we have Charlotte online too. Absolutely, Charlotte. Are you with us? Doing. Good, good. How, How are you, tonight, How are you guys doing? Doing Welcome during... to All Paws Pet Talk. Well, let's talk a little bit about Charlotte Reed. I want to read your bio here. This is a very lengthy bio. Charlotte is so active in so many things. But let me tell you, uh, Charlotte uh, Reed is a popular pet care and lifestyle expert. She's also a notable entrepreneur. Uh, in 1995, she abandoned life on Wall Street as a corporate lawyer to open Two Dogs and a Goat Incorporated, <laughs> a premier full-service pet care provider in New York City. Um, Charlotte Reed is the founder of the Business of Pet Writing Conference and recently has created PetCentricAuthors.com. And I want to talk to you a little bit about that in a moment, Charlotte. Um, PetCentricAuthors.com is the only internet site dedicated to the authors of pet books. She's also the author of Miss Fido Manners, complete do- a book to dog etiquette, um, published by AMS Media in 2007. Charlotte is the peoplespets.com pet etiquette columnist, which <clears throat> I was interviewed for People Pets as well. Hint, hint. Um, and Charlotte is also um, in charge of Money Saving Pet Tips blogger and all you and all you.com. My goodness, you're busy, Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte is also editor-in-chief of the new magazine, Canine Culture, Arts and Style, which will be released prior to the Westminster Show 2011. In addition to her writing career, Reed has also worked in the pet industry as a consultant. And Charlotte is the owner of four dogs, two cats, and one parrot. <sighs> busy, busy life there, Charlotte. I know. Just cleaning up after those animals keeps me busy in itself. <laughs> <laughs> well, Charlotte, I'm tired just listening to your bio. Well, you know, it's interesting because, uh, you know, you think when I worked on Wall Street and I was a lawyer, I used to work these 12-hour days. And really, I mean, it's just, it's just another work experience, except I'm working from home. And instead of those wild Wall Street beasts, I'm working with lovely dogs and cats. You know, with clients here in New York, and 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 with my own, my own little, uh, my own children. <laughs> so it's just a different way to spend twelve hours a day. That's exactly right, and I must tell you, it's much more enjoyable with the four-legged friends and the people who love them. Now, how do you make a leap from being a lawyer to being a pet care professional? Well, it's actually really a funny story. I had come home one Friday from work. I was sick. I must have come home about 1.30, somewhere in there, so early afternoon. And I lived in a, a loft building, and as I was walking, I, now I live in New York, so as I, I live in this loft building, I was coming up the stairs, and I heard some really kind of funky music. It was like that techno music. So when I, when I walked in the apartment, I, li- I lived in a loft, but it was also a duplex. 
So the kitchen and the bathroom were on one side, and the bedroom was on the other. So when I walked, and I was at the top level, and I happened to see the dogs, I had two Cocker Spaniels, sitting on the bed. And I kept hearing the thumping and the music, and I thought, you know, at first I thought, you know, the stereo's on. And then all of a sudden, I was taken aback because there was my dog walker dressed, in some of my clothes, voguing. Remember Madonna and the voguing that she used to do? Exactly, voguing yeah. in this antique mirror. And I always tell people that when I think back on the story, I get angry because I think he looked better in the clothes than I did. <laughs> <laughs> did he have the cones and everything? No, he didn't have the cones. He had a very, very expensive designer Saks Fifth Avenue outfit that I was p- planning on wearing to the Central Park Conservancy Luncheoneer in Central Park. So when I finally composed myself, I kind of tapped on the wall and I said, excuse me, I want to give you about 15 minutes. Just leave the keys on the table. Don't worry about the dogs. I never want to see you again, and I'll put your check in the mail. Oh, how shocking. <laughs> and, that was, and that was the end of the dog walker. But no, what's, what's, what's funny about that story is that it eventually it made its way into New York Magazine. And occasionally I will go to a party or an event here in New York, and, you know, every so often people, you find some people, they get together, they talk about dogs. And I will hear that story back. So that, ha- that story happened many, many, many years ago. So I, it's one of those classic New York stories that keeps coming around and coming around and coming around. And when I correct somebody, they're always surprised. They say, well, how do you know about the story? Because it happened to me. And they're always so shocked. Now, but Charlotte, how, how, how do people make sure that they are hiring a professional? Well, you know, it's really, really important. I always tell people the best, way to, the, best, the best things to do is, A, talk to your veterinarians for a recommendation. That's one way. The other way is to go the route of the association. So you can call up the National Association of Professional Pet Sitters or Pet Sitters International. Both organizations have sites online. Um, it's really, I mean, you can go through the steps, but you really don't know you know, your gut doesn't lie. So you, until you get the person in your house and you really talk to them and you see how they interact with your pet, and, and, and really, it's, you know, you have to go with your gut because a lot of people can come and really have, they can look like they're doing a great job with your pet, and they, you know, the time that you're there, but you really need them to have their, you know, T's crossed and their I's dotted. So, you know, the person should have a service contract. They should be bonded. They should be insured. And you should ask for references, people who've had similar services. And that's really key, you know, especially, you know, the summer's almost over. Some pe- a lot of people go away in August. And you want to make sure that whether it's a dog or a cat, that the sitter understands how you want the, the pet taken care of, how many times a day. You also want to ask them questions like, what's the backup plan? Should they have an emergency or should you not get back on, on time? And I find that so many people just say, oh, it looks like they get, they're getting along, you know, just great. And, you know, don't, I always say this, I know I live in New York, so I always say, don't be afraid to tell the sitter that you have nanny cams. Ah, good point. And, and you know, and that you, you know, you have, cam- you have cameras in the house and that, you know, you'll be watching and then ask the sitter to either email you every day, you know, or, you know, to give you a call. Yeah, and absolutely. Call from your house. Yeah, well, you know, I've got a good friend of mine. She actually took a trip from uh, uh, to Louisiana to visit family, but she was going to miss all of her cats. So she set up nanny cams all over the house, and she logs in daily to take a look at what's going on with her cats, and also to keep an eye on her husband, make sure he's taking care of the cats. 
<laughs> you know, it's fun. I mean, that's. I, I think it's a great idea. I mean, at least you know what's going on. I mean, you know, it's not only about your pet, it's also about your home. And it's just important. It's really important to find the right person. And a lot of people think that, you know, taking care of pets is an easy job, or they kind of pawn off the responsibility. I mean, when I, for example, after that incident happened, I, when I started telling people, you know, you go somewhere, you talk about it, you started hearing other people tell the story. And actually, I don't know if you guys ever watch E! Entertainment, Mark Malkin, he's a celebrity reporter. Well, that's it. He actually wrote the story about me in New York Magazine, but the story started off with him as, as a lead. He ended up buying a puppy as an impulse purchase, a schnauzer. And he ended up going to his shrink, you know, talking about how the pet sitter was telling him what to do. And, you know, it's just like she was all of a sudden taking over his life. So I always tell people, you know, tread lightly when you're hiring a pet sitter and really double check, double check, triple check all their references. Absolutely. Great, Good advice. Great point. Mm-hmm. Good advice. Uh, Charlotte, tell us a little bit about the, the new site that you've got, uh, PetCentricAuthors.com. Well, you know, I'm so excited about PetCentric, not only because I'm an author and I know, you know, I know the routine of writing a book and getting the word out, but, you know, we have so many great pet books coming out. I mean, it's interesting, you know, for years we had all of these how-to books, and now we're getting all these kind of memoir-style books, and... You know, we've been since, you know, Marley and Me, you know, the John Grogan book, which was turned right, into, right. Um, which was a bestseller and turned into the movie. We're seeing all these fabulous memoirs, um, whether they're about search and rescue, whether about, um, you know, saving dogs in Afghanistan, or whether they're just how dogs help, help us build community. Um, and, it, and it's exciting. And we see more and more of these books coming out. And, you know, they're great reads. There, um, there are a lot of new authors, um, and a lot of people telling stories that that not only touch our hearts but also parallel our lives. So I think in that sense, it's it just reaffirms that you know, as dog owners, dog lovers, or pet lovers, you know, we're we're on the right track. You know what I mean? We right. we see the the love and the experience, and the extent that people will go to save a dog's life and uh, or how a dog has saved them. Absolutely, yeah. I think it, I think it's a fantastic thing. And obviously, uh, you know, being an author and a writer myself, it's always good to have a centralized location to find these great books and great authors that have things in common where you can help each other out as well. Uh, while we're at it, uh, pet centric authors, give us a little bit about uh, the website there, and as well as uh, the rest of your website addresses to find out more about you and your book and all the great well, things you got going on. Pet centric um, is petcentricauthors.com, and we not only profile. Um, pet author. We profile all types of authors. So, I mean, we have reviews. We have an upcoming Rita Mae Brown, who's, you know, people know. She writes books with her her cat, supposedly, Sneaky Pie Brown. Um, we do book reviews, podcasts with authors, and we do Q&As. So people always find that really interesting. Um, so that, and also, if people want to learn more about me and kind of my career and, you know, where I'm going to be appearing, whether it's a radio show like yours, tonight, or I'm going to be back with you guys on Sunday, or what, you know, if I'm going to be in a city, they can go to charlottereed.com, and we also run a newsletter on Wednesdays where we give away the latest and the greatest of pet products. 
Fantastic. Great advice. So check out those websites. Make sure you're, you're keeping abreast of what's going on. They're going, it'd be a full-time job trying to keep up with you, though, Charlotte, I think. And, you know, come on up to New York and we can have a good time. Hey, that sounds good. That sounds good. Well, Charlotte, thanks for coming on board with us tonight, coming on to All Paul's Pet Talk Radio Network. And we're going to be talking to you again coming up here in a moment. Uh, so thanks for your time. Great to see you. Check out PetCentricAuthors.com. I think everybody will be pleased with the new site. Thank you so much for having me. Have a good night. You too. Thank you. Hey, Tim, I guess she's getting a lot of uh, traffic on her money-saving pet tips right now. Oh, boy. I tell you, everybody can use that right now. It's uh, Right now, that's for sure. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, when you know when you walk into your local pet store and they holler your name out by your first name, you know you're in trouble, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Me, it's like, like going like the old uh, show Cheers, you know, the norm. I'm, it's like, hey, Tim. It's like, yep, I'm here to spend more money. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody can use a little money-saving tip right now with everybody having a, a bit of an economic difficulty right now. Yeah. Um, you know, Tim, we do have one expanded recall. I always like to keep our listeners uh, ahead of what's going on with their, their pet food. We do have one ex- we have one expanded, um, it, it's a voluntary recall, and that is for the feline pride natural cat food, and it's extended to their Cornish hens, uh, manufactured in June. So if you can't have any of those, uh, you can call the, comp- the company directly at 716-580-3096. There you go. Good advice. Take, uh, take care of yourself. Make sure you don't have any of that product on your shelves. So real For quick, sure. the uh, Super Prize giveaway, got to speak that out. Earlier today, we talked, earlier in the show, we talked a little bit about Sparkle the Cat, Sparkle the Cat. So when you're talking about Janice's new book, if you want to win a autographed copy of Sparkle and Janice's new book, uh, email the words Sparkle Cat or Dear Sparkle to PetTalkAtLive.com, PetTalkAtLive.com. Hey, Tim, so, Pookie, Bear, Pookie Bear wants to know if she's eligible since she was blogging with Sparkle. Yeah, well, I tell you, just uh, send in send in the uh, the question, the answer, and I'm sure her and Sparkle are going to have a great, great relationship blogging. Just hopefully they don't talk too much about you. That's the only problem I'm seeing. Well, yeah, and she needs to learn how to spell better. My cat can't spell worth a darn. Uh, it's those opposable thumbs. That's always That's the problem. That's what it is. <laughs> so Colleen and I would like to thank you all for listening tonight to Critter Corner on the All Paws Pet Talk Network. Uh, We'd like to thank our guests. So join us next week. Everybody have a great night. Have a possum day. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.